hello there and welcome back to another tundra cast video and we made it 69 episodes unbelievable this is a fantastic this is a special occasion special episode <laughs> uh, this is so unbelievable i have q and shay with me to kind of help celebrate the the special moment yeah uh, 69 episodes man it's crazy yeah all right best number yeah it's been a good 69. run it's been a good run i have fun yeah, so this, far this is this is gonna be a fantastic this is going to be a very nutty video. Anyway, <laughs> um, we're talking about hot takes today. We did this last year. Um, I wasn't on that video, but uh, you guys were. I don't know how you guys did last year. How did you guys do last year? Well, varying degrees of success. Um, Shay did decent. Yeah, you know, like hot takes, right? So they're not going to all be good. Well, he had like two or two or two or three. Shay, thing two. Let me double check. I have it saved somewhere. Yeah, so there's a decent amount. Rossi had like six or something. It was insane out of ten. And then there was me with nothing right. I had so, like one point. I had like one point five. One point five. That makes sense. <laughs> What's well, I, I don't think I had any to be honest. Yeah, see, me and Nick, we're just sitting here with none. We tried a bit. Uh, we went a bit too crazy, but yeah. you know, hopefully we can do better this year, because uh, it was kind of embarrassing last time. Not gonna lie. Well, somehow Rossi got like five of them. I don't know how. <laughs> he just chose a bunch of stuff about Nashville, so he's like, he's gonna know. And yeah, we think it's all right. crazy, but nah, he, he knows. He knows. Anyways, I guess yeah. we can start. Let's do that. Uh, let's go. I guess we can start with Nick. Thank you to me. So you want to go ahead, okay. Nick, with your first hot take? All right, my first hot take. I don't know if any of these are gonna be hot takes. I mean, a couple of them maybe, but um, the first one I have is Detroit making the playoffs. Um, I like what they did in the offseason. I still trust the Isaac plan, even though I'm not a Wings fan. But uh, I'm excited to watch some Wings hockey. I think they're going to be really good. I think they've got Huso now, I believe. I think I got that right. Yep. Um, I think the playoffs were kind of a fluke for him. It was his first playoffs. You know, it is what it is. Um, I think he's going to be a solid goalie in Detroit. And they still have Nadelkovic as well. Um, so that's a pretty good tandem, I would think, for Detroit. So you kind of start there. Uh, you got Sider, who's just going to be even better this year. I mean, he's already a beast. And you've got the young forwards that are up and coming as well. Um, and we've made a couple signings too, but I can't think of them on the top of my head. But uh, I think they're going to be real good. I think uh, they're going to be the, at least a wild card team, I would think. I think they're going to have a really, really good bounce back year. And uh, yeah, that's my first hot take. They yeah. added Perron. They added Kubali. They added Kahn. Perron, yes. Yeah. They have Simon Edvinson is coming up this year. Yeah. So. I mean, they also had a Ben Chirot, which is uh, not good. But... <laughs> not great, but... Uh, it's not great, but I mean, they made a lot of big strides this year. And, you know, we'll see. And they got a new coach. I think it's uh, Eric Lalonde, his name is, or something like oh, that. Oh, I think you're right. Something like that, yeah. I hadn't but seen like, him before. He's like a completely new guy, right? Yeah, he's very... Yeah, he's completely new. He came from Tampa, so there's some championship experience over there. And, yeah, we'll see how it goes for Detroit. I don't think they make the playoffs, personally. I still think they're another year away. But they'll at least finally be competitive again, which is good news for the, the Wing fans. So, my, my hot take, it kind of goes in tandem with that because uh, a lot of people... Okay, so, like, what, the top three teams in the Atlantic are pretty set. You know, you have Toronto... Uh, okay, maybe it's not that set actually. Yeah, Toronto and Tampa, obviously. Oh, and Florida, of course it's set. Never mind. Um, but then outside of that the wild card is a bit of a battle, right? And my hot take is, uh, I don't think Ottawa is gonna be all that great, right? I think that um, I think they're gonna flounder a bit. They're not gonna make the playoffs. They might get into a bit of a fight, but I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs. And I think one of the teams that's gonna make it ahead of them is Detroit. Um. But I do, I do see that wild card being like a pretty good battle near the end of the season with teams yeah. like Ottawa and um, Ottawa and Detroit being like two big teams that are going to be fighting in there. But Boston and Boston, yeah, obviously you can never yeah. say none of them. Um, as much as I'd like to, but you know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think Ottawa. They do have a really strong top six now, but outside of that. It's still kind of... And Shabbat didn't have the greatest season last year, from what I can remember. I don't want to... All right. He wasn't, yeah. well, he wasn't the best, yeah. Yeah, he was meh, right? So, he, they're counting on him a lot, obviously. That's their big guy. And um, he kind of got overshadowed last year, and that's not great. So, 
uh, Ottawa, I don't see them actually doing that greatly. And I think Detroit, they have a lot of they, they, they have a lot of potentials for even more breakouts, right? Because Hugh, uh, wrong one, uh, Raymond and um, Cider were absolutely amazing last year, and they're going to be taking big steps again. So a lot of young players on that team, and they're going to come up, and uh, I think they're going to edge out Ottawa. But I wouldn't at all be surprised if Ottawa is in there over Detroit too, because you know there's just a bit. Uh, it, they're they're pretty even teams in my opinion, and I I think. Okay, he's back. Oh. Alright. Something Sorry, happened. Died for a bit. Oh, he's back. He's back. <laughs> oh, your internet died for a little bit, so it's funny when he came back to life. Anyways, uh, that's funny that you put that. common one so i left it out so it's actually kind of a good show that he put that in there so just the opposite okay, of what now, okay, there he is uh, sorry guys <laughs> is it recording okay that's actually I, I heard you guys the whole time so i'm not sure what happened is it recording okay oh. at least yeah Are it's still recording? recording it looks okay, like it's okay. still recording all right <laughs> scary for so a second my... oh just one thing i should have bought i actually just checked his jfresh he actually had a career year this year so we were all wrong oh, okay oh i just didn't focus <laughs> on auto i guess this year um, but my first hot take has she has to do with Ottawa, and I've been saying this since the summer, and I know it's not gonna happen. And I mean, if it does, and I'm a freaking genius, I think Ottawa. Like I'm trying to say this with a straight face. I think Ottawa finishes above Toronto. And now here's Whoa. the thing, right? Ottawa has has a damn. Like it's not gonna, it's probably not gonna happen. But like, let me let me say something, right? They got a great top six, right? You know, they added Claude Giroux, they added a forty goal scorer in Alex Abrinka for basically nothing, right? Josh Norris is already pretty great. Greg Bafferson is phenomenal. Kachuk, if he fixes his damn finishing, he's a point per game player. And then you added Tim Stutzla, who's gonna continue to grow. Add to the fact that third line, you know, you got Shane Pinto coming up. Matthew Joseph was good in his stint there. Um, Alex Formenton, if he gets signed, that's great. That's a very, very solid top nine. You look at their defense, right? Like we said, Shabbat had a great year. Zub is very solid. Um, you know, Bernard Docker and Sanderson would probably be on that second pairing. And, you know, both are young, but, you know, it's time for them to make a step into the NHL. And, you know, their goaltending is underrated. Like, Forsberg was great last year. I'm pretty sure he was in the top 10 in goal saved above expected. Talbot's still a damn good tandem goalie. Pretty good year in Minnesota. Uh, yeah, Minnesota last year. I just think, you know, no doubt they have the talent. They have a good defense. I don't trust Matt Murray or Ilya Samsonov. And, you know, both of them, you know, are not good and secondly they both have a lot of injury issues and if both get injured you're looking at an eric shalgren and joseph will tandem and the least can score as many goals as they want if they can't get the saves they're not going to fare well so you know it's it's a very it's a scorching hot take will it happen probably not but i have I'll move on to my second one, which is actually further down the list, but I might as well say this now. And I said that Toronto doesn't fit in first in the division, which I don't know why I put that because I realized it was first last year. Um, they've made a lot of decent signings, like offensively. I look at a guy like Obeka Bell. He's a guy that can kind of step in and be a really, I think he's a really underrated player, and he did really well for the Avs. Um, they still have a really good core of guys. Like they did, they did well last year. Just unfortunately, they had to play Tampa in the first round and lose again in the first round. But I agree with you, Shay. I don't like their goalie tandem at all. I don't trust Murray. But I, 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 out of all goalies to have a bounce back year, it would be Matt Murray, and it would be with the Leafs. Like, um, but uh, yeah, and Samsonov is just a weird goalie. Like he looks like he's going to be super good like every year, and he just is so inconsistent. So it's just it's a very unstable you know, goalie tandem that I really don't like. I would probably say third for Toronto. I wouldn't say wild card. I wouldn't go that far. Uh, no. Like, I think I think third is, like, 
probably where I'm going to put Toronto for like a season predictions or something like that, just because I really don't like that. And I'm still not huge on their defense either. Um, so we'll see what happens. But uh, I don't see him finishing any higher than third. We'll say that. We could well, we could probably like talk for hours about Toronto. They're just that kind of team. But so we'll probably we probably we'll probably do a video on that. Let's be honest, because there's just so much to talk about. <laughs> you can rag on them. You can make fun of them. You can like praise them. There's yeah. so much you can do with that team. But you know, anyways. Oh yeah, I don't think. Listen, as much as we love their shit on Toronto, the firing Dubis and Keith is not the move. No. It's not the move. No. Those like, two guys are actually top five coaches and GMs, retrospectively. They're they're really good. Yeah, I think a, a big part of it's just been luck, and you know that happens, or a, right? Or it's a curse. Or it's a curse. That too. <laughs> I think it's probably that. Uh, uh, when the Leafs signed Zach Senechin and, and revived his career, former Sue Greyhound. Well, let's go. No, what are what are the Leafs of Clarina Darnell Nurse, another former Sue Greyhound? True. Uh, you you guys are so funny. Life. You're so funny. <laughs> um, I saw him play live, and I remember because there was a big dog pile at the end of the game, and Darnell Nurse and Oli Matter were part of it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number, number two for Q. Number two, right. Uh, so this is another one in the Eastern Conference, and I'm not that high on the New York Rangers, um, which... Oh, okay, then we can talk about that. Oh, we're all not high on him. Right, so once again, I feel like the additions that they made it's not going to help with their just god awful not god awful but like really not that great um just five on five team all around they really relied on Shesterkin and for some reason it came together in the playoffs but I doubt that happens like over an 82 game stretch again and again in the playoffs and Shesterkin like as good as he is being as good as he was last year is just too much to ask from a guy because he was absolutely insane right so Unless he can pull that off again, I don't see them. Well, they'll make the playoffs probably. He's good enough to carry them there, even if he has like a semi-off year. But I don't know if they're going to do that well when it comes to the playoffs again because I feel like last year was a bit of a fluke and I don't see it happening again. I agree. I can agree with that. Yeah? Especially since the rest of the men. Uh, welcome back, you. <laughs> you can. Sorry uh, about that. Can you say that again? The rest of the Metro got better. Right? I mean, you look at Columbus. You look at uh, Pittsburgh, the Carolina. It was a lot. You know, the teams in that division all got better in a certain way, except for Philadelphia. Um, <laughs> but you know, like yeah, I agree. I just think it's gonna be a tougher year for them. Uh, the only addition they really made was Trocheck, and they lost Cobb and Strom in the process. So yeah, I think it's gonna be harder for the Rangers this year. I, I can see that happening for sure too. My second hot take has to do with the other New York team, and that's the Islanders. My hot take is they aren't in contention because they fired the best coach in the league for some reason. They're gonna suck ass, and Barzell is gonna request a trade. Cause Whoa. I think Lane Lambert is gonna be. Exactly like Trotz 2.0, just crappy in every aspect. And Barzell wants to play on a team that's offensively gifted. Like who, like who does he have on that team that can be a thirty goal guy? Ross Johnston. <laughs> four years. <laughs> They're paying Matt Martin like two million for the next four years. They have bad contracts galore. They only they only have like four good skaters. Um, you know, besides Barzell, Dobson. Like Pulak, that's really about it. Oh, like it's not a good team, and Lou's not a good GM. So, Islander fans, just like you lost your franchise center in 2018, you're gonna lose another franchise center in 2023. He's requesting a trade. He's probably gonna go to some freaking city like LA because they have a, sh- a million prospects. Have fun being crap for the next ten years again. Yep. I I second that. It wasn't one of my hot takes, but I do second that because th- that team is god awful, bro. And I don't understand how the hype they all the hype they get. Like, where does it come from? Like, there's nothing about them that says that they'll be good. Other than maybe Sorokin, because he's just that kind of guy. The beast. He's a beast. He is he's so good. He's good. Yeah. That's crazy. We never had this many like insane goalies in the league. I haven't. I don't remember that. 
Oh yeah. I mean, probably since like the mid 2010s, right? You had yeah. Quick, Price, Blunkquist. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. Flurry. Flurry. Yeah, yeah those uh, those maybe six. Not like... in, maybe not in the playoffs, but. Yeah. Yeah. He got it done. Yeah. Right. But, but like, yeah, it's been a, there's a, some insane goalies out in the league right now. Like what? Demko, Shosturkin, uh, Vasilevsky, uh, Sorokin. I'm probably. Like- I have a feeling like we have a, a lot more average goalies now than we used to. Mm-hmm. Like, my, we might have more stud goalies now, but like around the league, I feel like there's more average. If that makes sense. We don't have teams. bad. Is there really any like just like bad bad goalies? Like even if you look at like Murray, though he wasn't that great, but like we all agree that there's potential that he could go back to what he was yeah. before. We probably don't have complete trash anymore as we used to. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's weird because, like, 2010, that was when goals just were not going in. Yeah. That, yeah, there was, like, what, in 2014 or something, Jamie Benn won the Art Ross of 87. Yeah. It was weird. It was really weird. Anyways. Number three. No, no. All right. Number three, uh, my hot take is Philly is going to be absolutely terrible. And I think uh-huh. that's a hot take. Absolutely terrible. And they're going to be so terrible that Tortorella is going to be gone by the midseason. I don't think he's second around. I, <laughs> I said this last video. I, I really want to watch the Flyers play because I think they're going to be so bad. Like, who do you have in that team? You lost Giroux. You don't have Voracek still. And, you, and Carter Hart is fine. He's just that defense is terrible. You got Rasmus versus the line and still in there. He's locked up. For a year. You got Ryan Ellis, who's out an injury. What's that? Tony D. Yeah, <laughs> you got Tony D'Angelo in there now, who can't play defense worth a shit. <laughs> They're going to be so bad. Toro's going to be so pissed at D'Angelo because he can't play defense. In fact, he's going to be so pissed at this Philly team for not playing defense. He's just going to leave. He's going to be gone. Like four years <laughs> he's going to leave. <laughs> they might be the worst team in the league, man. I don't know. They're going to be terrible. Oh, I, th- I, I, no, I, I do not I, like their team. I think they're finishing like 30th, man. I think the only two worst teams are Arizona and Chicago. Yeah. Who do they have? Connect me? That's kind of it. Charity if he's always injured. Mm-hmm. True. Well, I... Faraby's decent. Faraby. There's Hart, obviously. Hart was... Like, like, I like Sanheim a lot, actually. Sanheim is good. He is good, for sure. The only defensive awareness player in that whole team, to be honest. But mm-hmm. oh my god, that's about it. Yeah, yeah they're gonna be bad. They're gonna be real bad. I didn't realize Tortorella signed for four years. Though I think you told me that shit. I was like, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> four years at least. But yeah. well, my hot take next one connects with that again. Uh, me and Nick are on the same wavelength here. Uh, I think Carter Hart. He's gonna, okay. I said this last year, but I think he's gonna be absolutely insane this year. Like he's gonna stand that's on what his I said last year. Yeah, I, d- I said that last year. I thought he was going to win the Vesna last year, which is a bit too much. But, like, you know, I, th- I think he's going to, like, stand on his head for the whole season. It's still not going to be enough because that team's absolute trash. But sucks. It's so bad. But, like, they're going to be, like, fighting for a wild card just because this guy is going to be standing on his head. Because, like, it's been so long now where we, we've been saying that this guy's the next big guy. And I think last year he showed, like, glimpses of that. But it's the team around him has made it hard for him to, like really take on a starter spot and roll so i think this year he's just gonna like deal with it and get over it and just be good i think that's what that's gonna happen when you're right when your right side is rista line and d'angelo and justin braun then you're gonna have a hard time stopping pucks very right very <laughs> a really hard time stopping pucks <laughs> uh, my third one is i don't know if this is really a hot take how much y'all fans are like oh you're an idiot like am i really uh, my third hot take is Montreal does not finish in the bottom five. The only reason why the Montreal Canadiens were asked last year is because Dominic Ducharme is one of the worst coaches I've ever seen in my goddamn life. And, like, if you really look at the team, is it that bad? Like, they're, okay, they're bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm not, okay, let me make no excuse of it. It's it's a bad team, all right? They're, they, they should be in detention uh, for Connor Bedard. And, I mean, if they don't get Bedard, then you're a dumbass for passing up on Shane Wright. I don't know why you did. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if you look at, like, just... If you look at the team they have here, and NHL.com is r- freaking struggling right now. Always. Close, like, point. As always. Uh, it's like, 
you know, they have Caulfield, right? They have Suzuki, they have Hoffman, right? It's a decent first line. You know, Jared Monahan, who's hoping to rebound, Anderson, Dadanov, Doc, Gallagher, Dvorak on their fourth line for me and Byron. Like, I've seen worse forward cores. Like, it's not good, but it's not bad, actually. You know, there's a lot of former 20-goal guys in there. You know, a lot of, at this point, you can consider them veterans, but it's still a decent offensive core. You know, you look at the defense, that's where it really gets spotty. Matheson, Savard, my God, might be the worst first pair in the league. <laughs> Edmondson, Justin Barron, Jordan Harris, why? I mean, the defense is trash, but you still got a decent, you know, tandem goalie in Jake Allen. And, you know, Marty St. Louis really changed around the team last year. Um, I expect that to carry team four this year. And like I kind of said with Philly, I think Philly's worse. I think they're bottom three. Arizona, Chicago, and I even think, you know, teams like San Jose and Anaheim are going to be worse. You look at the Sharks, they're awful. And I think the Ducks are still rebuilding. And I, you know, John Gibson really hasn't gotten any better. Like, at, honestly, at this point, if you look at the past four years, Jake Allen has outplayed John Gibson. And I tend to favor the Habs offensive core because, sure, the, the Ducks have, you know, McTavish and Zegers and Troy Terry. You know, the Adam Ryan Strome, but I think I, I really like that bottom six for the Habs. And, uh, yeah, that's why I just don't see them finishing bottom five. I don't, think, I don't think it's as bad as the team Montreal fans are saying. And, yeah, I think they don't finish in the bottom five. But, but from what I've been hearing from Habs fans, I'm like, it's, it's not that bad. I, okay, well, I was, I might have just been, like, happy that, they're gonna be bad, so I didn't think about it that much. But I, I, like the more that I think about it, I think you, I think you might be right. Yeah. But that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't take away my hope that they'll be horrible. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think you like looking at it logically. There's. Wouldn't you, want, wouldn't you want them to be mid though, so they don't get Bedard? Because if you have Connor Bedard in your team, you know, like I'd be <laughs> cautious of that. I'd be very cautious of that. Hope. Well. I was actually hoping they finished second last in the league and then drop back three spots, just cause. Because like, they don't get Bedard, they don't get Mishkov, they don't get anyone. So yeah, but anyways, though that that's just me. But I do think you're right. They're not gonna be that that bad. But even though they, I think Hab fans kind of hope they will be, but still, you know. I mean, I think they're especially hoping now because they passed up on Shane Wright. <laughs> Bro, that was, I still can't believe that. Like, what? Yeah. It don't make sense. That was the funniest draft ever, to be honest. <sighs> he must have been just sitting up there crying. I just I just can't even believe that, bro. It doesn't make any sense every, to me. Every time, he showed face, every time he showed, they showed a face cam of him, I, I felt bad. I felt so bad for him. He looks so bad. <laughs> I don't. He should be. He should like, be. I, like, I, the, like, New Jersey made sense, right? The Jersey made sense because you already had Fisher. You had Hughes. Yeah, you Arizona. Know, right? Arizona's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Logan Cooley. <laughs> Anyways, uh, number four, Nick. Four. Uh, it's kind of in the same boat a little bit. It also has to do with a team not finishing in the bottom five. Uh, that team for me is Arizona. I don't think they're a bottom five team this year. Um, I don't know what it is about Arizona. I don't know if it's just the new arena. I feel like that arena is going to be bumping for some reason. Yeah. And I just feel like they're going to be really good at home. You know, and they don't have like, okay, they're pretty bad. But like, I don't know, like you still got Chick written. He's like a pretty good, he might be gone by. He's going to be gone. Like, That's the thing, right? You still got, yeah, you still got Vimelka, I think. Uh, they might be okay. They have to hope that, I don't know. they have to hope that Barrett Hayden does something this year. True. First thing to get a step up, and Soderstrom actually needs to also do something because Soderstrom yes. was hyped up forever. They should have for him. Yeah, he's got to do something. Soderstrom, like that was the time to do something. And you know, honestly, I'm kind of bandwagoning the ears on this year. I can't wait for Mullet yeah. Arena. It looks like it'd be. It looks like it'd be an absolutely insane like uh, atmosphere in there. You know. You have, like, the most passionate oh, yeah. 4,000 fans in the city, and they're just all sitting in there. <laughs> can't wait. I can't wait, man. Uh, okay, Q? All right, uh, so this will be my okay, my second last one in the East. I've been doing a lot of stuff in the East. Uh, but I'm going to Pittsburgh and saying that Sidney Crosby and Evgeny Malkin, they'll both be point-per-game players. 
I think they're going to be absolutely insane this year. And I don't know why. It's just a feeling. But they, uh, but like, I feel like they, well, they they do know it's coming to an end. And um, Pittsburgh did get a bit better this year, I think. Um, Petrie, uh, for some reason, they signed Josh Archibald. It was a weird one. They signed John Ruda to like a three by three, and now he's like their seventh defenseman. Now so. he's like scratched. Yeah, yeah. I, I still, I, I, yeah. You guys, add, like, what's the point of Ruda if you got Petrie? Like, yeah, I, I, I never understood that one. It don't make any sense to me. Like, they, they literally have too many defensemen. They can't count. Yeah, they got. So yeah. Much. Anyways, but yeah, I do think that Crosby and uh, Malkin, they're gonna be really good. And Gensel, he's, he's gonna get at the end of the year like i think we're finally past okay we're not in tundracast we're not past him saying that he's overrated but um <laughs> i think in the league yeah. we're past saying he's overrated so um yeah he's gonna help them out a bit too um and it, it's Sidney crosby right well you can you can never count him out he's just that guy so the yeah I, I do think that he both crosby and malkin they're gonna have something to prove this year and both okay. be point per game yeah, that top six looks insane for Pittsburgh, actually, this year. Like, and you put Raquel and Rust in that equation as well. Mm-hmm. They look really, really good. Exactly. Um, Luca looked really good in his first preseason game as well. So hopefully he's going to down that year finally. But we'll get see. injured again, don't worry. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I mean, but I'm, 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 I'm hoping, you know. Uh, my number four, still in the East, uh, the Capitals. With Wilson and Backstrom healthy come playoff time. I think they're going back to the Eastern Conference Final. They added Darcy Kemper wow. this offseason in the in the goaltending department. I, I don't think he'll be as bad as he was in the playoffs last year. Um, I love Connor Brown in the, in the Dylan Strom signings, not just because they're good players, um, because got them for cheap, and uh, they have chemistry from Erie Otters. And you can't tell me this is one of the best um, offensive teams we've seen from the Caps while right you know you still got Ovi you got Kuzetsa you got Oshi you got Manfa who didn't play at all last year by the way like we got you still got Brown like we said you got Eller you got Strom you got Shiri you got Connor McMichael coming up you got Hendricks Lapierre you got Tom Wilson still you got Hagler that's like 10 or 11 names I just said they're all in their forward court it's really really good defense is spotty you know John Carlson is is fine T, uh, Nick Jensen, Orlov, they, they need to add in their top four defensemen. Maybe LSTF finally steps into the NHL this year. Um, and uh, as Lario, I think this is Ovi's basically last best chance to get the cup. And also, once again, he's not like, I think he's going to go off this year. He's 20 goals away, 800. He's 21 from Hal. He's 22 away from uh, all time in second place in goals, right? So I think this is the year the Caps make it to the Eastern Conference Final. I think they end up losing the Eastern Conference Final, but I think they go on a run because they haven't really done anything since the 2018 Stanley Cup. And they just got a good team this year. So I have faith in the Caps. That's my hot take. They're going to go to the Conference Finals. That's I had the same a... idea. So I actually have 11 because I know me and you kind of had the same thing. I had Washington finish the top of their division. Because um, I also really like their forward core, and I really like the signing of Kemper. I mean, he's not a stellar goalie, but he gets the job done. And we saw that with the Avalanche last year. Even when he was, like, mediocre, that team in front of him was just so, so good. And I think we're going to see that with the Caps. I think it's just going to be a, a mirror image um, of that team. But uh, I'll move on to my other hot take. Uh, I don't know if it's a hot take if Vegas missing the playoffs. But I do have Kessel scoring 25 goals this year. I think he's going to have a bounce back here. Yeah, I think he's going to bounce back here. I think, honestly, Vegas' top six is still really good. I, I, is Stone still out? Is he on LTIR? Oh, he's fine. Yeah. I remember. He's fine? Okay, I remember him being sure. injured for a while. Well, I mean, but, their, uh, their bottom six is... Uh, uh, their bottom six is... Uh, absolute yeah. trash, yeah. But <laughs> their top six, you know, I don't mind. You know, do, you, do you want me to say what their bottom six is? Like, I don't think... I, I don't even know if half these guys even exist. For comedy purposes. <laughs> for comedy. Uh, Sa- hey, so do you guys know who Sakurai Maddenin is? Sakurai, him. yes, I've heard of Sakurai just because his name is so cool. <laughs> He's on their third line with Chandler Stevenson and Nick. You know, that's actually not a bad third line. I don't know who that man in the guy is, but their fourth line is Colsar, Halloden, and Carrier, which, I mean, Ooh. it's not great. And their defense, and like, remember, they don't have Nick Hague. I mean, Martinez, no. Petrangelo, Theodore all cannot play defense. The only two players that can play defense on that blue line is McNabb and White Cloud. They don't go Leonard. Uh, Brassois is out to like December, 
and it's all on Logan Thompson. So yeah, I can definitely see them missing the playoffs. Well, Even it, with how good of a coach Cassidy is, I can yeah. see them. I, I think it's very, very dependent think... on Logan Thompson. If he can shoulder the weight, which yeah. is the very big weight, by the way, then maybe, not maybe, they, they, they could probably make it, but it, it, it's all on him, and I think he knows that. So that's a lot of pressure for one guy. Yeah. But I think Cassidy's going to be one of the bigger bounce-back candidates this year. Obviously, playing the last couple of years in Arizona, not great. Um, I think he scored like eight goals last year or something like that. But, uh, I mean, he might play with Eichel. You know, he <laughs> might play with whoever else, the other center. I forget the Vegas team, to be honest. I just feel like they're just so annoying and irrelevant sometimes that I, I just don't really pay attention to Vegas at all. But I think Kessel will do well. I think he's playing in that top six. He can easily score 20. I mean, he's, he's filled with Kessel. He can. Like, I just don't know about Eichel, man. Play. I feel like That's Eichel's... True. I mean... Eichel's, Eichel's kind of a curse, I feel like. I think he's uh, in the same... The new Matthew as, uh, Shane. Yeah. yeah, bro. Like, this guy was, like, supposed to be, like, the only one that would be anywhere near McDavid for, like, what, the next 20 years or whatever. And then... So he kept yeah. hearing, right? Yeah. It's crazy how and much like, he dropped off. Like, I remember when the Matthews draft happened because Matthews was, was actually... Fun fact, Matthews was two... If Matthews was born two days earlier, he would have went in the 2015 draft... And he probably actually would have went third, which means he actually would have been in Arizona, ironically. <laughs> it's insane. Um, Toronto, I mean, you should be happy that, uh, hold up, let me let me do some math here. What's what's nine months before <laughs> September? Uh, <laughs> actually? Wait, I don't no. know, it might be. Uh, well, September's on the ninth month, so... December. Well, you gotta think as well. December. You know what? Maple fans should be happy that Matthews is married <laughs> next on like December the 14th or whatever. Be happy. <laughs> think of the conception process. Like it takes like a week or so, right? So you gotta think. No, they planned it all out. They didn't want their son to go to Arizona. I'm sorry. They knew that there was garbage there. <laughs> uh, what, uh, okay, Q's next topic. We're getting very off track. Here. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. Oh, okay. So this is a big one. It's kind of it's a bit crazy but i think the la kings who are going to be good this season they're really going to be good this season um they're going to see that they're going to be good this season by the end of the trade deadline i think patrick kane is going to be on the la kings wow okay so obviously chicago's looking to get rid of him or they don't want to get rid of him but maybe uh, kane wants to leave uh he uh well from what we can tell he's not the greatest person like from everything we know but that guy is still an amazing, like, offensive threat. Um, can't play defense for crap, but he's, he's still such an amazing offensive threat. And any team should want him when it comes to the playoffs because he's won a bunch of times. And the LA Kings, uh, obviously, they have so many young players. And just, like, complementing that with someone of Kane's caliber, I mean, it's not going to hurt you at all, is it? And they have the assets that Chicago would want. So would you, I, would you trade Byfeld for Kane? No, I wouldn't do that. I think you do. Oh, you think you think so? I don't know. I man. think you do. Well, I, I think when you look at Chicago, they're gonna want him. But I think I don't know. Byfeld's a bit of a weird one because I feel like he should have been good at this point in, a, in his career as well. But like he hates young players. He puts like Arthur Kelly as the part on the fourth line. Yeah, that is true. It's odd. Byfield just has insane potential, right? I, I I really feel like he could break yeah. out this year, and, and I don't think it's a good idea to get rid of him for Kane. And it, and once again, it's at the deadline. If he's like struggling and he's just not doing well, then maybe you could, but I wouldn't. You know. Yeah. Uh, my next hot take actually has to do with Patrick Kane, and I think his trade package is on the level of when Mark Stone got sent to Vegas. Mark Stone got sent for a second round pick. Tobias Lindbergh. And Eric Brashtrom, who was supposed to be something at the time, to be like a bust now. And yeah. I think that's exactly what's going to happen in the game. That second-round pick became Robert Ma- Simo, by the way. Um, who? Uh, exactly. Robert Mastrosimon. 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 Hey, it's 69. Got to get as many jokes as we can in here. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, like, I think this game makes $10 million. Like, even at 50% retained, a lot of teams, especially contenders, cannot afford that. Mm-hmm. Hell, even at 75% retained, most teams probably won't be able to afford that. The UFA, and he has a no-movement clause. Those are three huge factors, and I think at best he's going to get, like, a first-round pick, mid-prospect, and a contract back. I don't think Kane's going to get a lot because he makes so much. 
he can control where he goes, and it's a it's a rental. Yeah. And like, uh, like especially when you look at what the Branky got, I don't know if you can trust Kyle Davidson making next big trade. So, yeah, that's that is my hot take that he is basically nothing in return. It's funny you mentioned that he's a sh- shitty person because he's fit Edmonton well, huh? Only <laughs> after we signed uh, Jacob Tan to a PTO. Yeah. Oh, he's still mad. Oh my god, man! It's <laughs> on a complete side note. It's gonna go. I'm gonna go really dark here, but it's been absolutely horrible. What's been happening? Like hockey culture is just so messed up. Yeah, I, I, they claim that we've been getting better in that aspect. I don't know, man. Uh, I think we're getting worse, to be honest. Yeah. People just become so numb to it. And it's not a good thing. Like sexual assault and attempted sexual assaults, they are the most like the fastest growing crime, and it's just so hard to prove them. It's so hard to like it's, it's it just becomes a he said she said thing in court, and that just doesn't work with the legal system, and it's just been absolutely horrible. I feel it's Yeah. yeah. Anyways, sorry, sorry. That's alright. Yeah. <laughs> Just something I feel strongly about. Anyways, yeah, go ahead. I agree. I agree. Number six for me is Colorado loses in the first round of the playoffs if they make it. Whoa. I mean, I don't think they're going to be as good this year. Um, I think they made some decent signings, but it's the goalies, man. I don't know if I trust Georgiev as a starter in that team. Francis is good. He's good. Yeah, Francis is good. Francis is good, but... I don't, same thing, but I don't really see him as like that's st- like not like how Darcy Kemper was last year. Like, you know, the guy that like, can actually like get the job done at the end of the day. I just feel like it's so inconsistent in that back end. Um, I mean, they could easily just go back. Like, they could blow by the first round if they wanted to. I mean, you got Matt you got Makar, you've got all these great players. Um, I think Landis Cog's out for the start of the year. Yes. Or he's supposed to be out. Um, that might hurt them. We'll see. But uh, I don't know. I just I think those are good in the regular season. But I think when it comes to playoff time, one thing people I'll... aren't talking about is the fact that they've lost Kadri and Burakovsky. Yes, that's... yeah. I like Erod. He's not going to replace what Kadri does. I'm not even saying Kadri's going to repeat what he did last year. There's no way in hell he does that again. He's yeah. probably a 60 point guy in Calgary. Like you're asking a lot from Alex Newhook and JT Comfort. That's the thing. You don't want to put a lot of pressure on those guys, especially guys like Martin Martin Cow. You know, you don't. I want to put a lot of pressures on the rookies to fill those big holes, you know? Yeah. It's funny you mention that, Shay, because that's actually my next hot take. Are you finished, Nick? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, yeah, because uh, I'm going to go to Calgary next and say Kadri is not going to even break 60 points. Oh, okay. It, like, maybe. But, like, obviously, he has a skill. And there's nothing saying, he, I mean, he's shown it. But, like, you know, he went from being second liner um to a third liner and then suddenly he's like his first line elite player and it's just it comes out of nowhere and there's also the fact that he was on colorado which is it it, also like like 33 now and that and that right so i just feel like he's gonna go to calgary and it's a completely different team than colorado was it's nowhere near the same level he's not gonna have the same type of teammates and um I think he's just gonna go revert back to what he was before, and for 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 four and a half million, what he was before was absolutely amazing. But for this big contract, it's not. So it's just not gonna look look that great for Calgary by the end of the year, in my opinion. Especially when, especially a seven year deal. Yeah. yeah, seven year deal. He's gonna be. I still uh, can't. I still don't understand that. Like, still, like I get it. Yeah, he's a big free agent, and you give the max uh term, but. He's not going to be... Well. Yeah. 39 when that ends, man. Yeah. It just it doesn't uh, work. Uh, number six, I got the Sharks finally realized, hey, we're not competitive anymore. <laughs> Let's actually try to rebuild, and they're going to trade Timo Meyer to New Jersey. New Jersey was in on Johnny Gaudreau and Alex Brinkett. They obviously want a big-time winger, and Timo Meyer is the perfect power forward type guy to play alongside of Jack Hughes and Jesper Bratt. Um, what they could trade for him, I don't know. And Myers also in our fate this upcoming offseason, right? So they're going to have complete control and term over him. I think New Jersey, I mean, this is probably more of an offseason move, but I can also see it happening at the deadline. Basically, I think the Sharks need to get as many prospects and picks as they can because their prospect pool 
because they haven't been good since what 2019 their prospect pool is still very 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 thin um besides will eklund and thomas borderload there isn't a whole lot there uh i think trading away timo meyer timo meyer would get you a lot back and you can finally actually start a proper rebuild process and i think that's why mike rear was brought on because doug wilson was there forever he was opposed to rebuilding have a fresh new face, fresh new coach, even though Dave Quinn sucks ass. Uh, I think I mean, that's probably why they're going to suck ass too, because of David Quinn, to be honest. <laughs> but, but yeah, I, I think they're going to trade Timo Meyer, and I think New Jersey is the perfect landing spot for him. I can see that. I definitely could see that, because uh, yeah. it's about time for the Sharks. They, they It's it, it's over. They had their chance. Yeah. They blew it. Yeah, they're not getting, they're not getting good anytime soon. Exactly. Like, yeah. Aiden Hill? Like, yeah, is it Aiden Hill? Am I right? Yeah, Hill's in Big Hill, actually. He's an Oh, shit, you're right. I'm thinking of, uh, what the fuck's his name? Staylock? Is that his name? No way, is Staylock back in... For fuck's sake, I don't know who I'm thinking of. Kakinen. Kakinen? But he was not very good in Minnesota, that's the thing. But he's supposed to be decent. Alright, we'll see. Yeah, he has potential, right? So, maybe. Goalies are fucking, goalies are weird. Yeah, they are. They're definitely uh, I guess I'll move on to number seven in my hot takes. Uh, mine, I actually think Calgary's going to do really well. I think they retained first in their division. Um, okay. They lost good Joe, they lost good Chuck, but I think they filled some holes that they needed still. Uh, they got Huberto, who was an MVP candidate last year, and they got Nazem Kadri, who I don't think he's going to do as well, but it's it's Nazem Kadri. I mean, he can do everything. He's got grit, he's got speed, he, can have, he still has some skill, he can score. Uh, he scores very important goals. He's very important come playoff time. You know, I think when we look at the Leafs, I think we look at a missing hole there, and like Nazem Kadri being kind of like that. Yeah, to be fair. To be fair. What if he did, though? I have to think. Yeah, it would. It would help. It would help. We're looking at a second round Toronto Maple Leafs. It would help. So, um, I think I think Markstrom's going to be really good again this year. I think their defense is still pretty solid as well. Um, you know, not 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 super fantastic, but like they got some decent names in there. Their top four is still pretty solid. Um. I think they're going to be first again in their division. Uh, and like the top six again are really good. I mean, we talked about Huberto and, and Kadri, but they still have Mangiapane, who's a very underrated player. Um, and you got some young up and comers as well. So I think they're going to be really good. So we'll see what happens come playoff time. But I think regular season they got it in the bag. Elias Lindholm's still there too. He's insane. Yeah. So their center core is really good. They're set for a little bit longer, I think. So. It was a really good offseason considering what happened and what they lost. So. Yeah. Uh, for sure. It's crazy. They, 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 they did lose a lot, and people were, like, you know, harping on them for good reason. You lost your star. And then, but they came back, and, like, it's like a net zero. They might be a bit better, maybe a bit worse, but, like, after losing they're still, Kachuk. They're still very good. They're still very good. Exactly. It's impressive. Anyways, uh, my next one is staying in the West for this, and... Uh, here's my arbitrary uh, Vesna prediction, and I think it's going to be UC Soros this year. I don't know if that's a hot take. I just feel like people have either Vasilevsky or Shesterkin locked in, but I think that Soros is going to be, he's going to come out and be absolutely insane this year. And he was really, really good last year too, and I think that went under the weather, uh, under the radar a bit, just because, I don't know actually, why would it go under the radar? I feel like we heard about it a lot he's because... He's 11. He's undersized. Do <laughs> you know UC Sardos is 5'11"? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? Goalie. Yeah. Oh, oh my you know god. That? No, I did not know that even though I just said it two minutes ago. No, I didn't know that at all. Unbelievable. But yeah, I think that he's been good. He's <laughs> he, He's been good for a while and I think this year he's just going to absolutely knock it out of the park because um, Nashville... They were a surprise to make the playoffs last year, but I think this year they might be even better. So, yeah. Oh, that's great. My next hot take, number seven. Uh, going back to Vegas, after missing the playoffs, Vegas, like always, is going to blame Bruce Cassidy, even though he signed a five-year extension or five-year contract. They're like, we didn't make the playoffs? Must be the coach. But I also think Kelly McCrimmon gets sacked as GM. I think they're going to do a total uplift. Because that franchise, man, is they're not <laughs> loyal to the players whatsoever. They trade them for future considerations. Whenever the hot new guys on the market, they immediately go for them. 
they don't really do any team roster building and like they have such a bad reputation around the league now remember when we were all cheering for vegas in year one and yeah. how <laughs> much of a cool story story it was that this expansion team full of misfit misfits you know made it to got first in their division oh look now look they're in the cup finals I don't know what happened to them and i missed that vegas because that vegas was actually fun to watch they actually had loyalty and it's like ever since they it's like ever since they got mark stone it became it's become for a good reason very very hated maybe and, mark stone's a twitter admin <laughs> yes they're twitter admin <laughs> by the way they actually replaced the old number of their admin sucked during the 2021 playoffs, and actually they replaced that admin with a new one. And I honestly can't really tell the difference. They both, both sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I think they're gonna blame Cassie, even though it's not his fault. And yes, it's year one into a five year contract. I think they're gonna do a total uplift of the organization. I think that's what they kind of need, to be honest. Which is crazy, yeah. considering how they've been here for like no time Six whatsoever. Years, like five years, yeah. It's so really, really young. Yeah, I think I think they both get sacked. All right, number eight. Yeah. Sorry, I blanked for a minute. I was gonna say Vegas. Just everything about that team is terrible. Their jerseys are terrible. Have you seen like their like new center ice paint? Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't it's it too much. Like, it looks like poo. It's so bad. It looks like... Oh, speaking about Vegas, Eichel just scored. Yay. <laughs> yeah, I got an assist. Oh my God, Nick, you might be right. But yeah, their center ice, their center ice looks like fucking Dijon mustard. It does not look good at all. Um, anyways, number eight. That's yeah. Well, I guess it fits, but like it doesn't mean it does. It doesn't mean it looks good. Like I hate mustard personally. Like, <laughs> anyways, um. My eighth hot take, it might not even be much of a hot take at all, but I got Cole Caulfield leading Montreal on goals and points this year. Um, he's going to go off. I think he's going to break out this year. I mean, he looked really bad under Ducharme, but you mentioned it already, Shay. Ducharme was just terrible in Montreal. And they have St. Louis now, and he, he's thrived under St. Louis. I think it's like a point of game uh, when, when he came by, or close to a point of game. So I think he can definitely copy that. I don't know if it'll be quite point of game. I'm thinking like maybe 60, high 60, maybe low 70s. But scored 30 goals this year. Um, he's insane. I don't think he's going to go off, especially if he's playing with a guy like Suzuki, who's got a really good two-way game, but he's also a really good playmaker as well. Um, he'll be on the top power play unit for Montreal. I think he'll, he's going to be solid. I think he's going to lead that team, uh, scoring-wise, and uh, at least. So, um, yeah, he'll, he'll be solid. Okay. All right, um... Staying in the West again, and to the other expansion team, I think the Kraken are gonna like. I think the Kraken are gonna make the playoffs this year. And this is gonna be absolutely insane because um, of how bad they were last year. And I think the big, the biggest part of that is just the goalies, right? They were absolutely horrid, and no one thought they were gonna be that horrid. Um, Grubauer is just not gonna be that bad again. There's no way, right? Right? Martin Jones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It could, like, it's going to be very dependent on that. Uh, but I do think there's a chance that they could come out and they, and be uh, good enough to make the playoffs because there is, like, a decent squad there. And especially uh, with Ben Yerich, it's going to be good. And um, I think uh, as long as uh, Grubauer can be a good goalie, like a half-decent goalie again, then I think they can make the playoffs. They can make a push because the West, once again, isn't really all that strong except for, like, a couple of teams, right? So, yeah. yeah. Uh, number eight. I think two of Blake Wheeler, Mark Shifley, and or PLD will be dealt by the deadline to fix the Jets' shitty locker room issues. That might be the worst locker room I've seen <laughs> in my entire goddamn life. And also, none of your players can play defense. Yeah, that was my number nine, too. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I also your, said your that. Your team is so dysfunctional. Like, it's... what is wrong with your team, yeah. man? Go from Barry Trost to fucking Rick Bonus. That's how shitty your franchise is. No one cares about you guys. I swear. And, like, your players are so entitled. It's a joke. Your team is such a joke. 
and you gotta fix it. I, like, please, Nikolai Ehlers and Kyle Connor deserve better. They don't deserve to be on this team rotting. So, uh, same with Connor Halibut, by the way. Stop, please stop wasting one of the best goalies career, like best goalies we've seen in a while, please. Um, but yeah, I think Wheeler. I mean, Wheeler already got stripped of the captaincy, so like he might, <laughs> he might be gone soon. Yeah. got actually. I think Shifley got stripped of the A too, right? D. Uh, I think so. I, I I've heard. Right. I, I'm pretty sure Shifley got stripped of the A as well. See, like honestly, maybe, maybe. I mean, we know PLD is gonna be gone to Montreal whenever he's a UFA because he's also <laughs> such an such an entitled brat. You know what? A poor Patrick Line. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying that right now. You guys treating like dust. I'm one of the nicest guys I've seen in my life. You guys treating like dirt. I wonder every Finnish player doesn't succeed there. Like, oh man, please save Billy Hanel before it's too late. Oh my God. I don't want to. I don't want to keep talking about this crappy franchise. All right, let's go to number nine. Yeah, that was my number nine. By the way, can um, I just say that, Nick? Uh, my my yeah, number nine was sure. Blake Wheeler yeah, yeah. or Shifley gets traded. So I think Shay touched on all of it. So yeah, I don't need to say anymore. My hot take isn't really a hot take at all, but we haven't seen this many points being scored in a long time. 130, and I think McDavid's going to do it this year. Um, he's going to go off. We obviously know how good McDavid is, but uh, also they're wearing okay. loyal blue. Yeah, I think oh, I, they're also wearing jerseys. loyal blue. It's such a nice jersey, and it I think is. that's just going to add more fuel to the fire. Also, if that leaked reverse retro of uh, the teardrop with the Oilers colors is actually oh. real, I think it's going to add even more fuel to the fire. That's such a oh, sick yeah. jersey. It was so sexy, anyway, bro. I mean, he's He's McDavid, man. I mean, 130. He's doing it. For yeah. Sure. It's, actually, it's actually weird because last year, uh, besides that, he actually had an unlucky year. He had like 123, I think. So, uh, hmm. yeah, watch, watch out for McDavid. I, Rage kept he's telling me he's hitting 150. I'm like, okay, calm down, all right? He's not, <laughs> he's not hitting, like, what, almost two points like, per game? That's not happening. 130, though, I can definitely see. When's the last time a player even had 130? Because I know Kucherov had like 128. Was um. It must be, it must be it, Lemieux. Yeah, oh, Lemieux. Yeah. It must have been Lemieux. Maybe. Yeah. Lemieux was the last player to get 70 goals too, which is uh that's also on the table this year. So. I think Matthews gets like 58. Yeah, probably. Okay, let's face it. Let's face it, because um there's a lot of shitty teams last year, and there's a lot of goalie issue, like goalie injuries last year. Mm. New Jersey had their six string and seven string goalies in last year. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's gonna affect it, right? I uh, with COVID and stuff. I think Matthews hits like fifty five at least, maybe sixty again. I just, I, I, I just don't think seventy is gonna happen. I think that's a, a bit too. So it is a lot. It is a lot. It is definitely a lot. There, there's no saying it isn't. But you know, if someone's gonna do it, a, it's him. That's a talent for sure. Yeah, exactly. And number nine. This is a very big hot take. And I, it is, Columbus makes it, Columbus makes it to the second round with the emergence of their youth and Johnny Goudreau. Kent Johnson's on the team. Cole Sillinger's on the team. Shina Cobb is going to have more of a role. Marchenko's on this team. Liney probably could have 50 goals on that line. Like, and Elvis Merzlinkins is a very good goalie. It's a very huge hot take. No. But I, I like Columbus's team a lot. And who knows what David Yerchik can make it out of camp and play on the defensive pairing. He has the talent to do so. It's such a good team, and they have such a bright future of all their prospects. I think they could be a sneaky team in the regular season and in the playoffs. There's always one. There's usually one of those teams every few years or so. I think Columbus is that. I think they can make it to the second round. Yeah, I could definitely. I forgot all about Columbus actually. They're really good. Mm -hmm. I definitely could see them breaking out this year. They're, uh, there's the, they have all the pieces, and they could be just a stud team for the next couple of years. Oh, Shay's gone. Uh, oh, Shay. Oh, he's oh. back. Okay, I'm back. Okay, yeah. So. <laughs> so many technical difficulties today. Okay, we're back. Uh, all right. Well, yeah, we're just saying that. If if they break out this year, they could be attracting a lot of new guys to come to that place. Uh, because yeah. no one wanted to go there before. So, um. Yeah, I think uh, uh, if they if they do well this year, they could we could see Columbus turning into a very good team for the next few years to come. All right, last one. Number ones. ten, the final final three. All right, final ten. Uh, final hot take is Shane Wright went to the Calder. Um, he's in a redemption arc. 
<laughs> going fourth overall in the draft, going to Seattle, which might have actually been the perfect team for him to go. Um, I think he'll go off this year. I mean, there's a reason why he was in the OHL at 15. There's a reason why he was a captain at 15. You know, there's a reason, you know. You know who else like, was in the OHL 15? Sean Day. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Do you guys yeah. think, low-key, do you guys think the draft was rigged so Seattle got right? Like, that, that, that seemed like too perfect. That seemed like it does seem too perfect. It was too perfect. Come on. You may be right. I'm starting to think. No. <laughs> like, you know, like... Or maybe, like, New Metro is actually a dumbass, and Arizona are also dumbasses. <laughs> well, like, we knew that from know, the beginning, though, so it might that, that that's also, like, believable. That's true. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it, yeah, it is pretty convenient. I see what you mean. Yeah, <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's it's very suspicious. Very, very suspicious. Anyways, what's your 10 take, Q? Well, so last year... I said the Leafs were going to make it out of the first round. That was a hot take, even though Shay's hot take <laughs> was that the Leafs were going to lose in the first round. So that kind of yeah, went against each other a bit. But, right. you know, we did that. Shay was right, much to my yeah. dismay. Uh, but this year I'm going big. Uh, I'm not, like, holding back anything. The Leafs are going to win the Cup this year. I don't care. Murray's going to win the Vesna. <laughs> Samsonov, and if Murray doesn't... Right. I'm going to finish that, up what you're saying, Q. Yeah, that was... Uh, the, the last thing you said was whole, whole. I, I don't know if you said whole or whole, but... It was, <laughs> was probably wall. Uh, that's not a good omen uh, at all. <laughs> uh, hey, is, that, is that it? Is that your hot thing, you? I don't think I should say it anymore. Okay, I'll, I'll just... Is this still recording? I booted you for that. Yeah, uh, I saved the recording from the first one. I just started recording again, so we're good. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, I guess I'll start with mine now. Yeah, go ahead. Well, my 10th and final hot take is that the Chicago Blackhawks, that pathetic franchise, is going to get less than 20 wins this year. Whoa. Can you name, can you name me five players on the Hawks? It's not named Jones, Kane, or Taves. Oh. I was going to say Hagel, but he's not even there anymore. Yeah, know. that's awesome. <laughs> Nicholas Bodan? He's not showing up on Cap Friendly, so I guess he's going to start in the AHL. Huh? Um, who's your goalie? I don't even... Yeah, you know what? Good, good point. Good goal. I, don't, I can't name one. Holy crap. Are Peter Morazic and Alex Daylock, two AHL bums who are always injured. By the way, Daylock played in two games last year. He casually had a 7.81 goals against average. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> he hasn't played a full year since 1920 because he had uh, myocarditis. Peter Morazic, enough said. Their defense, their defense is literally Seth Jones. And Jack, <laughs> Jack Johnson. Um, Their bottom nine consists of guys named Mike Hardman, Reese Johnson. <laughs> I'm not making this up, man. Sam Lafferty, old-ass Tyler Johnson. This team sucks! And they're gonna get worse when Kane and Taze are traded. Oh my god. Like, they're gonna get less than 20 wins. They're gonna become the, like, the mid 2000s Hawks. No one's gonna give a shit about them. You know what? Awesome. Good. Screw that franchise. Because what they did at Kyle Beach is freaking disgusting. Screw you, you guys. You guys deserve, like, 20 years of god awful hockey. I don't care. I didn't know they were that bad. That's a bad thing, too. They suck! <laughs> Holy crap, bro. Oh, Mike Hardman. Unbelievable. <laughs> That's a real name on the NHL roster. <laughs> His name is Mike Hardman. He wears number 86. It could not have been 69. That would have been two perfect. <laughs> Mike Hawkman. He had two <sighs> assists in 21 games last year in the NHL. So he, he, he sucks too. Wow, man. Yeah, that team is awful. Yeah, it's bad. It's not good, man. Yeah, maybe you know, maybe it's not a hot take that they get less than twenty wins. Who knows? Maybe they get like ten. <laughs> oh. I don't see. Yeah, I don't see them winning one game. That's insane. What? Terrible. Holy oh, crap! Man. Anyways, I think that's it for today. Yeah, bro, this was fun. It's been fun to it be was back. Fun. 
Very, very eventful podcast, I might add. It definitely was. going to take. The viewers aren't going to see it, but me and Nick started dying when Q uh, got cut off during his Toronto take. That I was. I can imagine. That was fantastic. I can imagine because I said I started dying too. Because like it took me a second. It took me a second to realize as soon as I said this, started saying stuff like that. It it cut out. Oh my god, bro. It's Anyways. Yeah, we'll see you guys probably next week when we do our season predictions because, you know, the season is starting soon. Yeah. Hockey okay. is back. Almost. Hockey is back, finally. Uh, it's, man, the last month has been tough. Just not being it's very boring. Very boring. Very boring. Yeah. yeah, we've been stuck in our thoughts too much. So, yeah. Yeah, it's been good to be back, though. Uh, uh, thank for you sure. for listening to this episode, and we'll see you next time.